In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the old names for our church, as you know, is Hayots Arakelakan Yigeretsi, the Armenian Apostolic Church. We very much like to stress that our church has a direct connection with the apostles, who in turn had a direct connection with our Lord Jesus Christ. In addition to the Gospels, which we know are direct witnesses of Christ, we emphasize in our church that other aspects of our faith, our sacraments and liturgy, our church hierarchy, were authorized by eyewitnesses to Jesus, his apostles. And we preserve and practice direct experiences with Jesus seen and heard and touched and felt by the apostles themselves. We in the 21st century, though, we don't have that first-hand experience with Christ. We have to rely on the apostles' testimony and the testimony of others. And for many modern people, that is very troublesome. Our knowledge of Jesus seems much less reliable than what the apostles had. Like Thomas, we want to see it for ourselves. But this weekend, our Armenian church calendar raises before us another apostle whose knowledge of Jesus wasn't firsthand like ours, but whose faith was perhaps the strongest of all. His second-hand testimony was the impetus for first-rate Christianity. Dependent on faith more than seeing, dependent on the lived experience of others more than anything else. And this apostle is Paul. And this very weekend in the Armenian church calendar, yesterday actually, we celebrated the feast day of the 12 holy apostles of Christ and St. Paul, the 13th apostle. That's the title. And from the title of this feast, you can already see that Paul is special. He got naming rights. He's not one of 12. He is Paul, the 13th apostle. But it didn't start that way. As you know, Paul was not in Jesus' inner circle. To the contrary, he was actually an active hater of Jesus until his conversion, which of course makes him a favorite of sinners and saints alike. But even after his conversion, Paul was on the outside looking in. We have various places in his letters where he seems to be proving himself before the other apostles with the direct experience of Jesus. Because in fact, Paul did not live and work side by side with Jesus. He missed out on those teachings, on those good days and the bad ones, the many miracles and the shared meals. And yet, Jesus himself pronounced a blessing on all those like Paul, on all those like us, who have not seen Jesus with our own eyes, but rather through the eyes of faith. Remember Jesus' rebuke of the Apostle Thomas, who we talked about, who insisted on seeing Jesus' resurrected being for himself. 
Jesus says, have you believed because you have seen me, Thomas? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Perhaps Paul's dogged perseverance in faith, his suffering through beatings, imprisonment, traveling the known world over to share the news of Christ, perhaps that was part of this blessing. We say that faith sees best in the dark. And perhaps in order to overcome this distance from Christ, his own and those he preached to, Paul brought Christ in so close, so deep, that it became an English indistinguishable part of his deep being who he was. And Jesus didn't just come sit down next to Paul, nor next to any of us, so we must learn to go sit beside him. So not being in the physical company of Christ, Paul and the rest of us alongside him can become more proactive in trusting in God in our lives. But that's not the only blessing upon we 13th apostles. We who did not meet Jesus personally must trust and rely on the testimony of others who have known him and loved him. This may again seem like a bad consolation prize. For in the rest of life, if we want to know the truth about something or someone, we go to find out directly ourselves. But maybe not as much as we think. Because in actuality, we have to trust in the testimony of others for much of what we know. Do you believe that Siberia exists? I do, even though I've never been there. Did Columbus discover America? I've read this, so yes. Have you ever seen an atom or electricity? An electron? No, but my dad and my science teachers say they're real. We rely on testimony for lots of big truths, but also for little ones. Was your wife overcharged at the grocery store? Did you see it happen? Did your child start a fight at school? How can you be sure? We can't avoid relying on testimony. And the only question is whether the testimony is reliable, whether the witnesses are trustworthy. The same is true of our faith. And Paul is our most striking reminder that truth and knowledge do not fall from the sky. They're mediated through a community, through a church, just like ours, through me and through you. It's no accident that Paul's letters back and forth between the communities and people he started make up half of the books of the New Testament and spread Christianity across the known world. Because while a small group of 12 were chosen to literally follow our Lord, it has been the joyful privilege of every human since to follow our Lord by following him in the living faith of others. That's how it was for St. Gregory the Illuminator and Gregory of Nautic, for Martin Luther King to Mother Teresa. And it's the same for us. We can't navigate our life without relying on the testimony of others about what is good and what is true. We also can't navigate our life to come without the testimony of what is good and true from those who know Christ. Yes, his 12 apostles, but most especially his 13th apostle, Paul. 
For where the other apostles believed because of what they had seen, a special blessing is given to Paul and all of us who believe without seeing. For faith sees best in the dark, where reliance on God and the testimony of others who know him are most helpful to find our way now and always and into the ages of ages. Amen.